Oh, there we go. Now we're recording. Yeah. So I forgot that it helps if you turn the actual microphone on. Well, it actually does. Cheers, by the way. To Australian-owned and made breweries, Colonial. Woohoo! 100%. West Australian too. I'm trying the um, Colonial Draft. Uh, you got the draft. I got the pale ale. I like the way it pops off. Oh, that's awesome. Apparently they're not doing... That. Apparently they're not doing, you know, quality. The whole apparently thing comes these up. Tins yeah, apparently these tins aren't, they're not making them anymore because the supplier's not doing them anymore. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. Actually, it's not bad, that one. I'll be honest, I'm not really a fan of um, ales. I prefer my traditional Victorian bitter or Emu Export. Or- oh, Victorian bitter. Well, they'll have to change their name too. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, the whole that whole story just has been a crack yes. up, hasn't it? It is. It is interesting, actually. People got um, too much time on their hands these days. Cancel culture. How's your week been? <sighs> yeah, you know what? I've had better weeks. Yeah, that's all right. It's all it's all part and parcel of uh, business, isn't it? Well, yeah, I had a, uh, a shitty experience yesterday, put it that way. It's okay. I lost a client and was accused of ripping them off and all kinds of nonsense. Um, yeah, yes, my lowest paying client and the one that gets the most discount accused me of ripping them off. That's okay. Just move on. Yeah, that was a uh, an, oh, totally an eye-opening experience. But the thing is when you get accused of things like that, it's not the money. It's That's not a big deal. You know, they, they, it's the integrity issue. Yeah, to get your integrity called into question when you've actually done, tried your best to help out people in terms of um, what you do for them as well as on price, you know. And then, and then to be told that that you're a ripoff, it's a slap in the face. You know, completely undeserved and and unwarranted and and incorrect. Um, but at the end of the day, people think the way they think, and you can't help it. Well, it's life, isn't it? From an unexpected uh, source as well. So that's the that's the I suppose the the shock of it. So yeah, had a uh, a slightly sleepless night with that playing on my mind. But then I woke up and thought, you know what? Fuck it. It's a blessing in disguise because at the end of the day, you lose your lowest paying client. Isn't that a, isn't that a good thing in a way? Yep. Free you up to go and find people who's going to you know, pay what you actually are worth. 100%. Got to look at it that way. But uh, you win some, you lose some. That's yep. just the, the natures of being uh, a business person, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yes, very true. I think I was watching this. Um, you ever heard of Gary Vaynerchuk? Oh, yeah, yeah, Gary V. Yeah, of course. Gary V. Gary V. That's right. Um, so I was video he put up um, oh, some, uh, earlier this week. Um, it was about it was it was titled "How to Build the Tallest Building," mm. right? And the premise is that you know everyone in business wants to have or build the tallest building, whether you know whether it's even if it's just the tallest building that they personally you know or collectively can build. Right, some people, and but there's two ways to go about it. Right, some people go about that by don't worry about everyone else. Just try to build the best building that you can, and other way, other ways of doing it is to try and pull down everyone else's building. 
right? And that's the way I look at this situation. You know, like I've, someone's just tried to pull me down. Yeah. Because they're, you know, scrounging for money, you know. Absolutely. It's just, an, it's a, well, it's a, everyone's watching their pennies and unfortunately your industry is one of those industries that gets hit the hardest, which which is kind of always, well, a wise man once told me, he goes, that's the last thing you should actually use it twice as hard, but. But speaking of uh, speaking of trying to pull down what other people have constructed, how's this situation with Colonial Brewing Co. And unbelievable! Eh? This guy, I don't know, some social, some guy on social media. I think it started with one person. I mean, I've heard of Colonial Brewing, to be honest. And I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I never would have even put two and two together. The word Colonial to me means just old style. That's what it means. Colonial. So the issue is that uh, you know the complaint was that. It invokes English invaders in the 17th century. 18th century back then, yeah. 18th century back then, wasn't it? Um, you know, in, invaders, the invaders uh, that came into Australia. Yeah. And then you've got the in, invader versus settler debate and blah, blah, blah. They colonised from, from Britain, basically, colonised Australia. Well, that happened. Australia, they, they did colonise. You're not going to change that fact. Right, it's just a word. It's just a word. I mean, I'm looking at it even there. Yeah, you're right, but I'm looking at it as in a context, as in I did not associate. It's a better word association. I didn't associate the word with colonial brewing with anything to do with other than like it's an old style beer. Really, that's how I look at it. Colonial means like when it's colonial furniture or colonial colonial furniture or colonial housing or colonial. Style. It's just an older style. Maybe just the way that they brewed the beer might have been an older style. That's what I no, here's the here's the story of how the name came about, right? So I think it was started in because I've I've listened to the managing director do some interviews on the radio this week. It's not he didn't start the business, he bought the business. So the people who started the business, I think it was 2004, called it Colonial Brewing because they were in Margaret River Wine Region in WA. Now, the it's it's basically a a, a play on the on the term or the concept of colonization because it's a wine region and they were creating a boutique brewery in that wine region. It was a play on the concept that they're colonizing the wine region with a brewery, right? So that's why they called it colonial brewing. It's actually pretty, it's quite intelligent, right? In terms of a startup story or, you know, a marketing narrative, whatever you want to call it, okay? That's if, you know, the woke PC crowd, you know, mob don't uh, attack it, which is now what's happened, you know, 16 years after. Was, They're called the cancellation crew or cancellation mob. So, yeah, so that was 2004 and the current owners bought it off the original creators of the business in 2008. So they inherited a name. That's all. So that's the story of the name. So it's not trying to invoke first settlers, you know, arriving at Botany Bay or any, any nonsense like that. I mean, where where does this where does this stop? Anyway, look, we haven't we probably haven't spoken about the full complaints that that's been made. So, someone on social media complained about this brewery's name. Probably came across them by chance. And who did they complain to? They complained to a bottle shop chain over in I think they're in Melbourne and Sydney or New South Wales and Victoria about the name of this beer that they're stocking: Colonial Brewing, Colonial Beer. So they've gone and apparently they've spoken to, you know, this bottle shop chain has spoken to the brewery in the past with concerns about their name, 
so they say, because they're obviously, you know, woke PC types as well. Now that this complaint's come in, they've gone ahead and decided that, uh, you know, they, they're, they're going to take it off the shelves, right? So this is uh, Black Hearts and Sparrow the, is the name of the bottle shop chain. Uh, I don't think we have that over here um, no. as far as I know. So that outrage has sparked outrage basically and so the spin-off of that is probably 99% of the population who give a shit um, have, you know, backed in this colonial brewing company, just like we have, and this morning gone and bought, a, bought some cans. I mean, not the cheapest beer, but... No, it's not, but it's a microbrewer, so, you know... Well, they produce up to 7, seven million litres. That's a, that's a fair chunk of beer. Mm. That's a lot of beer. That's I'm not, I quite, quite like it. It's nice. Yeah, so, uh, so that's where it's at. That's that's the story, pretty much, uh, in a in a nutshell. Well, I, look, at the end of the day, like, I never, ever, ever would have put that word colonial with. I just, like I said, to you, I would have thought it meant old style, old school, just an olden style brewed beer. That's all. I, that's all I would have put down. Well, there. when you say where where does it stop? Like, there's colonial style homes, right? So should every colonial style house now need to be demolished? Every builder that ever built a colonial style home needs to needs to be disbanded. Where, where does that end? Well, NAB's got Colonial Mutual. <laughs> oh, sorry, CBO. Yeah. And the funny thing, this is this is the funny or even call it ironic part about this guy who's you know gone and made some complaint on social media about it. The guy who started this, I don't even know his name. I don't care. He's pictured on his social media in 2016 wearing a Taylor Swift T-shirt holding up to the camera a can of Victoria Bitter. Now, there's, a, there's also a call for Victoria, the state of Victoria to change its name because that uh, is named after Queen Victoria, which is the head coloniser, the head colonising organisation. <laughs> you know? Well, I think the state of Victoria has got bigger problems at the moment. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if this bloke's for real, should he be... You know, drinking a beer that's called Victoria? True. How do you get offended by a name? Let's just look at colonisation on its own, all right? Now, what do you want to do? What do you want to change? Do you want everyone to go get back on the boats and go home? Should we rewind? I'm saying it probably be different. I just look at this as someone who saw an opportunity to make their name for themselves in a time when there's other issues going. That's all I saw. It's nothing to do with... Any of that. I think that's what that, that's all I see. Someone thought, oh, look at this other the name, Colonial. Oh, geez. It could even be that someone was just taking the piss just to see how far they could go. Just just to see how far they would they would knock the first don, domino and just see how far everyone would run with it. Could be that. Because that seems to that seems to work these days. You know? Because now it's, you know, it's statues of Captain Cook. It's and and, and on Captain Cook. What did he ever do wrong? What did he ever do to to First Nation or Indigenous people. He didn't stay here. He just went on a boat trip. He got mad. Didn't he, didn't, he, didn't he get murdered in Hawaii? Yes. I don't know the full story. I did read a little bit about him during the week. But in terms of Australia, he came here before first settlement of the British and mapped the East Coast. That's, that's the short and curlies of Captain Cook. But anyway, going back to my colonial draft, I quite do you find it a bit heavy, the beer? I mean, the ale sort of beer. It's got a bit of a honey taste 
to it, doesn't it? Well, mine's a draft. I d- mine's a bit. I find it a bit heavy, but I don't mind it on a. It's not bad. A, it's um different. I, I look, I'm a lager man personally. I, I'm I'm not sure what I am when it comes to beers. I just like what I like, and I don't like what I don't like. This is this is not bad. I think it um, doesn't have a. You know, some beers they leave an aftertaste on your palate, and you just can't get rid of it. This is not right. I, I don't mind this one. And I don't really know how to describe beers very well. I've got, I've got to admit. I was actually trying to find the, the the stout version of this beer, of Colonial's beer, but I couldn't find it because I, I like stout. I like a dark beer. Some people don't. Like Guinness, you don't, you're not a fan of Guinness. No, right? no, I don't like it. No, no I prefer more of a, a, a wheaty, a wheaty type of beer, you know, like maybe a, a German style even. See, I'm not a fan of it. So I prefer your traditional lager. I reckon Australian lagers are good. I know people disagree with me because I just like my traditional Australian lager. Like I said, you know it, I know. Well, you know, you know I like my traditional Australian beers, whether it's Victoria Bitter or Swan Draft or any on tap, I think it's amazing. I, I like it's refreshing, it's cold. In the export, as long as it's cold. I, um, I like 150 lashes on tap. I reckon it's not. not See, I don't like it. I don't, you don't I'm like not a fan of one. No, I like that. No, no. no, I'm not really a fan of that. I'd, I'd rather have a nice lager. What's that one? Is that Tasmanian, that beer? That's, a, that's an aim. No, that's... Is that Victoria? Actually, you know what, you know what ale I don't mind is Furphy, believe it or not. I don't mind the old Furphy. Furphy's a Victorian one, I think. Is that right? Yeah, Furphy's Victorian. Remember when we first started, when we were starting this podcast, we were supposed to have a different beer every every podcast and talk about the beer? True. We've 13 or so episodes in, we finally started that. <laughs> we'll start doing whiskey soon. Oh, shit, I'll be pissed halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually started drinking Irish whiskey. I actually don't mind Irish whiskey, proper 12. I'm still trying to get the, my, my palate to adjust to the flavours of whiskey, but uh, I drink it neat now, no ice, no, no mix, no nothing, just straight, 30 mil shot, beautiful. The Coliseum, the Coliseum's going to have to be demolished. Why? Because it's, that's the, a symbol of imperialism. It was a symbol of the Roman Empire. Yeah, empire. These things are all bad. They have to be demolished. They have to be erased from history. What about the Chinese, the Forbidden City? That was the Han Dynasty. I've seen the pictures of the Forbidden City, but what's the story behind it? That's where the emperor lived. Okay. And he used to keep keep all his his concubines in there. Yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. Is it amazing? Yeah, it's pretty cool. You've been there? It's pretty cool. I've been there, been there twice, actually. So. I still per- personally prefer European sort of architecture and design. To me, it's more like, wow. Or don't get me wrong, the, it was pretty, it's pretty cool, but uh, different different sort of architecture, I suppose. So, But it's big, definitely big, big place. And in the middle of uh, Beijing, yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. It's in front of Tiananmen Square, actually. Actually, that was the anniversary of the... Uh, it was the anniversary of Tiananmen Square. That's what I'm You open up your second. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just going to right, get into it. So I'm trying a small, small ale I'm trying now. Oh, did, you buy, did you buy a couple of different ones? Yeah, I bought two different ones. I, I got a six-pack of uh, the pale ale. Definitely prefer the last bit over this one. Oh, well. That's never stopped you before. Yeah, this one's a fine a bit heavy at the moment. 
Yeah, I'm not really a fan of it. I've tried to cut down my beer intake, to be honest. This is the first beer I've had in like two weeks. It's sitting a bit it's sitting a bit heavy at the moment because I had um I had hungry jacks for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you. I tell my missus that. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, I, I didn't have any uh, lunch prepared, and there was no leftovers to take. So um, it was two o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, I thought, "Shit, I'm getting a bit hungry. Yeah, we gotta go and find something." And it was it was the closest thing to uh, to the bottle shop. You, um, oh, you know what I what I watched was the it's like a, an hour documentary. It was on Sky News the other night about the death of the Aussie larrikin. I haven't seen that. Yeah, did, yeah, that was interesting. It was showing old clips of like Paul Hogan and oh, there's some funny stuff. Huh? Um, Fat Pizza, even Fat Pizza, yeah, stuff like that. You know, like could you even make Fat Pizza now these days? No, I do remember as a young kid. Believe it or not, do you remember Kingswood Country? Oh, I loved it. So good. It was quality. There's no way Kingswood Country would get made today. No, watch it on YouTube because eventually they'll be pulled down off there too. Because they're but they're on YouTube. Um, Acropolis now, yeah, great show. Oh, they'll str- great show, but that's going to be that would that would never um, be made. It, like that persona of the ethnic person, that wouldn't 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 that would never happen today. No way, they'll never build, make a show like that. I mean, Acropolis now. Imagine all the ethnics. Like, no way. But they make they, but they still go around doing their wogs out of work and and you know yeah wog, wog boy like, plays and all that kind of stuff. I know it's not as popular as it was back then in its heyday, but they still make them because these guys. What else are they going to do? And do we get offended? No. I mean, I, I'm not going to spend any any more money on going and see these things because it's all been done. But but they still make them. Yeah, and and you don't get Italians, Greeks, and and you know. Croatians, whatever, you know, up in arms about this stuff. They, they embrace it. They embrace it. Mm. Yeah, but even what's the other shows that would have been Aussie shows? Or oh, definitely Kingswood Country definitely wouldn't have been. You would never make that today. No, but it's it's funny, yes, but they they actually do use use race to sling mud at each other. But it's like Aussies versus wogs. It's no big deal. We used to do it in high school. You know, well, what's his, what's his name? Got um, yeah, Bruno the son. The son-in-law copped it a few times. <laughs> yeah, the good old Ted Bullpit used to really money on the fridge, wog. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was hilarious. Poor Hogan now, all that sort of stuff. He would. Oof. The reason why Kingswood Country was funny is because it was exaggerated, right? People like you know, we grew up at school, you know. With banter, you know, wogs and skips and, you know, whatever, okay. But it was never being racist. It was, it was bantering. It was using a subject that, you know, looking at something that was different about us. We're all the fucking same in, in the end. But, you know, using something that was different and creating banter out of it, right? See which, one, which person could come up with the best one-liner or the best quip. It's not like trying to denigrate a person because, oh, you're a skip or, you're, or because you're a wog. At the end of the day, we were, everyone's proud of their background. So you can say what the hell you want to me. I couldn't give a shit, right? And that's the attitude of, that's the attitude of uh, the Aussie, uh, Aussie larrikin. You know, Australians are known for taking the piss out of each other. 
so on that, yeah, they were showing like, you know, sexism stuff, right? Which things that would be considered sexism now that weren't back then. So one was uh, she was a, a young Aussie model girl, Delvine Delaney. Right? She was gorgeous. She's even no show in, interviewing her now. And even now as an older lady, she's, she's still gorgeous, I reckon. Um, but, you know, back then when she was doing commercials and she was doing skits with Paul Hogan on the Paul Hogan show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was basically the... Um, you know, used as, a, I suppose, objectified, I suppose you could say. Objectified. You know, do skits where, you know, they'd call her Sheila, they'd slap her on the bum, stuff like that. Again, stuff that would never, even back then, wouldn't really have happened in general in real life, but is funny as a skit because it's an exaggeration. Basically, it's laughing at what they're saying is we're unable to laugh at ourselves anymore. You can't pull the piss out of out of your mates anymore because you know everyone's going to be offended. And even even her, she was saying, Delvine Delaney, she was saying that she didn't feel objectified. She wanted to do it. She felt she was wanted to take part in the humour of it. It was her choice. She didn't feel like she was being used, making programs and commercials that made people laugh and sold stuff. And, it, and, and once you've watched it, you forget about it. It's not, you know, but now it's all, you know, ingrained sexism, ingrained racism, all this bullshit. So that's the, that's the, brave, new, the brave new world that we live in and uh, that, that our, our kids are going to be raised in, all this woke PC culture bullshit. Well, it's true, but unfortunately we just got to work out. Uh, it just It's inevitable it's going to. Well, I think the the genie's out of the bottle, and I don't think it's ever going back unless it unless it get you know stuff like this you know banning the brewing company because of their name. Um, you know, there's we said it before. There's calls to change the name of the state of Victoria. It's legit. People want the name of Victoria changed, and then what? New South Wales because it has the word Wales, and they're part of uh, you know the the British monarchy. What? How how well, Queens, how, well, how Queens, long Queensland. a boat? Queensland, perfect. You know, then you've got names of towns, Queenstown or, you know, where does it stop? Town. How, how long a bow do you have to draw? When does, City of Stirling. <laughs> yeah. Stirling Rangers. Um, how many things are called Flinders? Or, or Darling Rangers. That was after Governor Darling. This is where we are. But the thing is, like, there was a poll, I think Channel 9 News did a poll about um, – this brewery, uh, the poll was, I think it was, it must've been on their Facebook page or something. Do you think that the brewing company should have to change their name? And I don't think the poll had finished, but you know, towards the end of the poll, they showed the results and I, I saw a graphic of it. It was 95% people said, no, they shouldn't change their name. And 5% of the people said, yes, they should have to change their name. 5%. We're talking about 5% of the population. Now don't tell me 5% of the population even think that think that way right i i reckon there's just trolls gone on there and couldn't give a shit either way probably and it's like they're just because they're trolls and like to cause trouble would probably say yes so they probably up that percentage by two or three points so in reality we're probably talking about two two percent of people who think this way but everyone else has got to got to bend over for them now you know no matter what it is with this peak you know pc woke culture bullshit, cancel culture stuff. 
Look at all these things that they're trying to cancel and trying to. Um, what was the the recent one that uh, Netflix are banning um, at Chris Lilly's oh. shows? What are the, what are those shows called? How summer uh, heights? Summer, summer heights high. high. Because Jonah? he because oh. he dresses up, you know, and changes the color of his skin. I wouldn't even call it blackface because it's not exactly black. You know, he he darkens the the tone of his skin to play particular characters. Right now, that's offensive these days. You can't do that. Now, I understand if you're gonna do, um, you know, remember that Hey Hey It's Saturday skit back in the day when Harry Connick Jr. was on the panel, and they actually they just blackened their face. Right, it could have been boot polish. That's bullshit. I, I would say don't do that. Okay, but if you're actually doing a legitimate show, if you're actually yeah. doing a legitimate program, even if it's a comical, a comedy program, but you're portraying a character who is of a certain ethnicity, let's say he's Tongan. I think I think that Jonah was in that character was, was Tongan, if I remember correctly. Now they have a different tone, a skin tone, a darker skin tone to the you know the white Australian or you know white European or whatever. So you have to legitimately, legitimately darken your skin tone. Do it properly. Do it, you know, so it looks realistic. But why is that wrong? Why is it wrong? And, and also the reverse. If a darker-skinned person was an actor and was playing the role of a, a lighter-skinned person and they lightened their skin to play that character, do it. What's the harm? You're playing a character. You're not, you're not setting out to offend by taking the piss out of a certain ethnicity, again, whether comical or whether serious character, doesn't matter. Yeah, I was a, I was a bit confused with Netflix taking off. Netflix are just you know they pander to the PC brigade. No, but gone with the wind. You've got you've got the first the first African American actress to ever win an Oscar. You've cancelled her basically. Was, that's 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 my point. I was like, well, that's a bit harsh. You know, she she actually she actually like. Was promote like she actually did amazing. She was amazing. She played a really good part. I've never, I've never seen it. I've never, I mean, I've never seen that that film. It's, it's supposed to be one of the the best films of all time, isn't it? Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Well, Little Britain, Little, Little Britain got um, cancelled too. And they're about uh, Faulty Towers as well. Did you hear about that one? The Faulty Towers. It's the, yeah. It's the Thought Police. Control your thoughts, control your speech. It's basically the script of the book 1984 by George Orwell. You've heard about, oh, it's Orwellian, this phrase, you know, it's Orwellian, you know, it's newspeak, uh, thought police, all these phrases, right, that came out of the book uh, 1984. And it's always been, you know, ah, oh, yeah, whatever, you know, that's just a, a theory. You know, we're fucking seeing it. We're seeing it live play out in real life now, all this stuff. And it's like I said, it's two to three percent of the population, and we let them we let them have a platform, we let them get their way, because everyone's silent. No one speaks out. No one no one shouts down the angry uh, minority mob. Everyone's scared of offending. Everyone's scared to offend where there's no offence to be found. Just like this brewing company, absolutely no offence about them. No, no in, intention to offend with what they do or or what they're called or anything. They're just uh, they're just trying to live the Aussie dream, build up a company and and earn a quid for the family. 
for their families and their employees. So what's so what what do we what are they what are they supposed to do right they can, they change their name let's say they change their name to they just call it CBC for example all right that's no good because we know what CBC really stands for so that's that's not going to appease them because they they actually said that they're going through a process of of considering it right at the end of the day I don't think that they're going to actually do it and I think they they realize that they've they've been they've been backed they've been backed to the hilt right so I, don't, I can't see them actually going oh, ahead and I changing personally it. think I think this ironically has done wonders for their for their company you can't get free publicity like this it is incredible oh it's 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 you know what it, you know what it really is you know it's I was going to say it's a free kick for him it's not even a free it's a it's a penalty taken on the goal line with no goalkeeper in front mate that's what it is just ram your your boot through that and and break the back of the net with your marketing but if they get they should get a, a a PR team behind them to spin this into an awesome story and just basically take the PC mob head on it's uh, i think it's a marketing it's a great opportunity for them to to gain market share because their people might actually try their beer for the fact that they've never tried it before and might actually like it and say well I'm going to support it just like we've done today. Well, what do you know? <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Right, today's a prime example. That draft beer. Personally, I'm not a fan of ales, and I never would have bought that beer. But I've tried it now. I thought, you know, it's actually not that bad. If I see it, I'll actually buy it. It's not actually that bad. And if you're in a pub and they had it on tap, you, you might buy it. You might buy a pint. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also, we we didn't talk about the effect that it's had on. The bottle chain, the bottle bottle shop chain, Black Hearts and Sparrows. Go and look at their reviews on Facebook and have a good hard laugh. They've been smashed. They've been torn a new asshole on the reviews. Just hundreds of comments. We're never going to shop there again. What you've done is a disgrace. All those types of things. And you know what? It's what you deserve. The only thing is, if people stop shopping there. I don't know. I don't, it's, I don't know if it's a big chain or not. If it's a big chain, they're probably fine. But if there's only a handful and people stop going there because of this, that's a shame for their employees, isn't it? Oh, of course. I, I think the yeah, – but you know what's going to happen? It, this will be – it's like everything. In six months' time, people are going to forget and they'll shop there because if it's a – I mean, I reckon, I reckon six months is, after that, it slides. It slides. I mean, that's the rationale, you know, and like – I mean, another wise man once told me, he goes, you know, when people pass away, they're in the minds of everyone for about six months, then it fades away. And so, so he goes, he goes, it's like, it's like everything. There's everything's in your mind for six, and then it goes slowly, just fade away. You also got to think, all right, let's take that, the bottle, the bottle of chain, right? How many people actually pay attention to the news? As much as, as much as we do, or as much as, you know, or even more. People that don't pay attention to the news, probably 80% of the population. So they're still going to go there. They're still going to get business. I don't think it's going to affect them. It doesn't look good for them online, but at the end of the day, people are still going to walk in if it's a convenient place for them to go and buy their piss. Oh, absolutely. It's 100%. That's, that's inevitable. It's inevitable. But I think, um, yeah, people need, to, people need to vote with their wallets. Oh, absolutely. In case, and you know, just like we have. We've gone to support a, a WA company by, you know, sending a few bucks their way. Yep. And on the other hand, not shopping at, at places where, which are divisive because they're the ones actually, they, they call out people saying that they're divisive 
with little things like a name, they're the actual ones being divisive. It's, they don't get the irony of that because they're, they're creating division where there was previously none. They're divisive. Would you, would, would you have associated colonial with, with um, colonisation? So the word colonial uh, to me is more about colonial-style homes. That's probably the first thing that would come to mind. Mine's colonial furniture. Okay, there you go. So this is what I mean when I say, you know, creating division where there previously was none because in my mind that definitely was not about anything bad. But the thing, even if, even if the, the company name was a play on colonisation of Australia, even if it was, it was still created by a different owner they don't use it in, in any advertising or anything like that. And ultimately, it's only a word. It's only a word. Now, offence is a choice. You have to choose to be offended at something. This is why I'm saying, like, when we were at school and we would say, oh, you know, take the piss out of skips and skips would take a piss out of wogs, all that kind of, you know, banter and, and nonsense. At the end of the day, we were all friends. We chose not to be offended and we were school kids, primary school kids, and we had the intelligence to choose not to be offended because I don't remember any ethnic kid running to the teacher saying, miss, miss, he called me a wog. We embrace that word ourselves, right? We use that as a term of, as an endearing term for our own kind, our own type of our own ethnicity, you know, whether it's Italians or Greeks or Slavic or whatever. And I'm not saying that, you know, you should go and, you know, use, uh, abor- let's say, Aboriginal slang terms. I'm not saying that that's, that's appropriate. Of course not. That's, that's definitely not appropriate. Was it Rio, what they blew up that ancient cave with 40,000 euros? Did you see that case? Uh, Rio Tinto. I, I, I didn't read about it, but I heard something. Yeah. I mean, seriously, why would you do that? That's just stupid. It's 40. Imagine, yeah, imagine, imagine saying of historical of Roman, uh, you know, and someone blows up a Roman monument. I was like, I was like what's a, why would you do that? It's an ancient burial site, whatever it is. It's obviously a significant, but why would you? That's just stupid. But is, is that a site that, like, um, that they would actually visit and go to? Well, it's, it was apparently it was the earmark. It was saying, but it's a very historical site, apparently. And they blew, without even being told not to blow it up. You know what I mean? I was like, that's disgusting. That's so wrong. And, and like, now you think about it, those Aboriginals up there who relate to that issue, well, how are they feeling? You come in, you blow up our history. Yeah, <laughs> that's wrong. That, 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 was, that, was, that was very wrong on behalf of Rio. They need to be thrown over that's, the coals. That's for that. strange because don't mining companies, they're very sensitive about these types of things. And- I think that was really silly, especially and like they showed like all the old artifacts and all the stuff like that. I was like, really? All the ancient paintings in the caves. Why would you do that? So there were there were paintings and, and all uh, that kind of stuff from paintings, yeah. And they blew it up. Yeah. So far out. That's pretty that's that's shocking. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely shocking. That's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. That's wrong. It should never What were they um what are they mining for? I don't know, like I said, I don't know, probably up there, but Regardless, it's whatever the mindful is. It's, it's like, come on, you got to. It's, it's, 
You can't do that. That's wrong. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know the full story, but yeah, that doesn't sound right at all. Well, there's an incident today or yesterday with Andy Dingo, and he had his 100%. He 100%, and I agree with him. He deserved that guy, deserved a slap in the mouth. 100%. Explain what happened because I missed it. I missed well, Andy Dingo caught the train, was getting off the train, and someone said something to him, and racially, you said oh, something. And really? it was wrong. Fucking now, apparently, they, they said, oh, the guy was, was, um, Intellectually disabled, but he goes, mate. Still, regardless, you know, I don't think it was. Be, and, and he was right. What he said was absolutely disgusting. And I agree with anything. He didn't have to put up with that. No way. So did he smack him? The, oh, he didn't. He pushed him. He said, "No, don't say it again." Gone. Said saying was very derogatory to him. I actually agree with anything. I actually, I thought he didn't deserve that. You know, you know, you know, you don't get on a train and expect to be abused like that. Definitely. That's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And I agree with everything. Yeah, and like, I was listening to him on the radio this morning and he, like, I reckon his story is amazing. He was telling me, or not telling me, he was telling the the, the audience that apparently he played for West Perth. I didn't know that. Played for the West Perth. Apparently. It was mentioned. And, but his cousin used to play for Claremont and he used to go for Claremont. And he said that he didn't like going to Claremont because they were a bit, you know, Racist or whatever. Whereas West Perth was, they, they were tolerant, very, you know, they were all, all great, and it was never considered. As, I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. How many beers have you dropped? Ah, uh, just just two, mate. That's enough for me. Two? No, I've just had the one. Still within the limit, mate. Still within the limit. All right, I'll talk to you soon. No worries. Ciao. See you, buddy. Ciao. I'm offended every day. For example, the British newspapers every day offend me with their laziness, their nastiness, and their inaccuracy. But I'm not going to expect someone to stop that happening. I should just simply speak out about it. You know, sometimes when people are offended, they want somebody to just come in and say, right, stop that to whoever is offending them. And of course, as a former... um, Chairman of the BBC once said, there are some people one would wish to offend. And I think there's truth in that too. So the idea that you have to be protected from any kind of uncomfortable emotion is one I absolutely do not describe, uh, subscribe to. And a fellow that I helped write to um, books about psychology and psychiatry, he was a renowned psychiatrist in London called Robin Skinner, said something very interesting to me. He said, if people can't control their own emotions, then they have to start trying to control other people's behavior. And when you're around super sensitive people, you cannot relax and be spontaneous because you have no idea what's going to upset them next. And that's why I've been warned recently, don't go to most university campuses because the political correctness has been taken from being a good idea, which is let's not be mean, particularly to people who are not able to look after themselves very well. That's a good idea, to the point where any kind of criticism of any individual or group can be labeled um, cruel. And the whole point about humor, the whole point about comedy, and believe you me, I've thought about this, is that all comedy is critical. Even if you make a very inclusive joke like um, How would you make God laugh? Answer, tell him your plans. Now, 
That's about the human condition. It's not excluding anyone. It's saying we all have all these plans which probably won't come. And isn't it funny how we still believe they're going to happen? So that's a very inclusive joke. It's still critical. All humor is critical. And if you start saying, oh, we mustn't, we mustn't criticize or offend them, then humor's gone. With humor, there's a sense of proportion. And then as far as I'm concerned, you're living in 1984.